Welcome to the Everyday Sniper. You got Frank from Sniper's Heart. And I'm sitting here in some place in Texas I can't pronounce. I always mess it up. Refugio. Refugio. Actually, it's Refugio. It's Refugio. That's what Refugio. I thought it was. Son it's of not a... spelled that. <laughs> right. Because I remember I was writing, Slaughtered I was writing that name. it Refugio. Yes. And you said, no, you got to spell it Refugio. Oh, I don't know where we are. We're in fucking Texas. We're down by Corpus. <laughs> We're down by Corpus. Corpus. We're near Jacob. Not too yep. far. But um, we got the guys, CR2 guys here. We got Tim here. I got Ryan Hay here. We got one of the students, Chris, is here. Um, so we got, we're Chris freaking to yeah. the third. Yeah. Yeah. You're Chris. Yeah. You're Chris C3 right now. C3 yeah. right now. <laughs> CR2 precision plus, plus one. Yeah. Well, but you're not, you're not an R, right? So it's not CR3. It's That's just right. C3. 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 C3 R2. Yeah. He's our legal. What chemical compound is that? He's a legal counsel. There you go. <laughs> so, um, we're, we come down to a precision rifle course, uh, some students with, with, uh, Chris and Chris with the CR2 and then, um, uh, Ryan came in to support through uh, Kestrel and Magneto, and uh, Tim came to support your company. T tell everybody the name of your company, Tim. I don't know it off the Just Kellner Snipercraft. Kellner Snipercraft. Uh, I just he's got lost Dallas. on the highway. Lost on the highway. In, uh, right, you're Dallas, north of yep. here. Correct. Dallas-Fort Worth. So, um, and, and Tim's been a great time. We're having a blast, man. The dude's fucking funny as shit. Uh, it, it, movie stuff too. You got movies, man. You know, you know when you you heard my water boy, right? Yep. See, some of these guys missed the water boy part, and um, but you're you're getting all my movie references, I which I love. Because we're old. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're we're like eighties kids, man. So <laughs> I speak through torpedo in the water. <laughs> mm -hmm. So um, I don't know. One of one of the two Chris's go kind of give a little rundown of what we had going on and. I'll let these guys talk a little bit more. You always hear my voice. I'm freaking annoying. Yeah, Frank. So uh, this was actually our first opportunity to run a three-day course. We kind of started off uh, in November running these precision courses. Chris and I have been wanting to do this for a while. This is kind of one of the things we thought that we would both do after we got out of the military, you know. And so, um, you know, I got out kind of got bored with covid and you know it was like i said wanting to do this for a while so it was like hey let's just make it happen let's just start doing it and 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 so we, you know we've been running two-day courses because we just wanted, wanted to get our feet wet get you know see what it looked like and it honestly the two-day courses just weren't working very well and so when i you know reached out to frank here and frank was like hey man they're like you know let's let's check out texas and uh let's make it a three-day course so um I, I honestly do think I mean I think the three days for like the civilian side is a perfect number I mean we used to do the six days down south and you know you guys do long stuff because you, you're, you're a program and I think for the package and what people get out of it the three days perfect you'll probably see a light bulb tomorrow yeah because it takes for. that little bit extra but I mean you guys have been laying out a really comprehensive program to educate these guys and, and so, like, today, when we're doping everybody out, we had zero drama. I mean, yeah. it was just boom, boom, boom. I mean, we raced them out to a grand because we, we – we, I liked your mentor groups. Yeah. What we did yeah. is we split into mentor groups, and we broke everybody up. So I had a couple, two guys, and then, you know, Tim had a couple, two, three guys, and Chris has had a couple, two, three guys. And so I think that worked out. And we've got Chris here, the other – 
third. Hi, Chris. How do you do think that mentor groups worked? I think that worked really well. I liked um, I liked having a lot of different folks taking a look at what I was doing, getting that input. Mm -hmm. Because you know, one you know one Chris might see something, the other Chris doesn't, and or, and you know one Chris might explain it better. So it was a lot Ooh, easier to kind of understand what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, not controversy. Yeah, so which Chris just, is better? Ah, the tale to Chris's. <laughs> So anyway, that, thank you, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> Controversy. Well, so that's something that we actually That's, that's started. something we never see on the Everyday Sniper. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. So that's something that we actually started to use uh, when we were both at Sniper School. Um, and honestly, it kind of came out of the attrition rate that was happening in the course and, and basically leadership not being super excited about that. And so it was like, well, you know, how can we – how can we increase these numbers, increase our percentages without making the course easier, right? Because that's that's what it always, you know, ends up coming down to is that, you know, it was harder when I came through than it is now. And it was harder for my instructors when they came through than it was when I came through. Or so everybody he always says, believes, always right? So um, how can we maintain that integrity but but have a better result? And so one of the things that we we saw was, hey, let's take ownership of our students, and by and by using the mentor group approach, then you had a group of 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 sniper students that that belonged to you. Right. And so you know you 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 put that extra effort into them, and, and it showed big time. And Chris can attest to this. But the guy, the instructors that really really took ownership, man, their numbers were like hundred yeah. percent. And so it's something we actually well they still currently do at the schoolhouse too. But we actually went one step further and inside the actual mentor groups we went to ability groups. Mm -hmm. So being so if we identify a student that maybe is just having a tough time with wind or range termination and he's just maybe he's not grasping some of the material that we put out, we'll put one of the the more experienced instructors. That's why it was great to have you, Tim, and Ryan here to go kind of help out and assist because. The wealth of knowledge that you guys have and to be able to impart that knowledge on students, it was phenomenal. And you can kind of see it too, we were able to kind of bounce around and not just stay with one student, but actually bounce around and actually get your expertise all the way down the firing line. Yep. I think for the students, I think it was very beneficial to that. And I agree too how Chris might deliver a piece of content could be different from, from, from myself. And, and, and I think that's a good thing because hopefully between the two of us and really everyone here at this table, hopefully if we all talk win, you maybe you catch it and that light that light bulb goes off that aha moment and I really don't care who is the one that kind of broke through to you I'm just glad that it actually that you Happened. actually grasped that concept some someone got through and yeah. to how the they broke wind is that they what broke wind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little bit of broke and honestly to, just to get to the wind we had we had some crazy winds out here um, big gusts you know typical South Texas stuff <laughs> off the ocean and um, the Chris's package on wind is outstanding. I mean, they're comprehensive. They know what they're doing. They're doing the mile per hour gun because they really, that's the military did that. Yeah. I mean, any way you want to look at it, that they ran with that program. They do it right. These guys know that program like the back of their hand. And you could see it. It came through. It probably one of the best presentations I've seen on wind um, between the PowerPoint and what the instruction that came out of it. Uh, it was excellent. Excellent for, for wind stuff that you guys had. And I really liked it. The first day I took fucking copious notes man i was mm -hmm. going down everything and and i i liked a lot of the stuff you guys were putting out there it was really really good and you know now it's kind of like through other eyes we're talking a little bit of like help edit you yeah. know so yeah. hey we can th that's great but you went a little far here let's mm -hmm. do a little edit right there and then you can go to this subject quicker yeah. you know stuff like that which is minor and that's 
My first class that I was doing when I left Rifles Only, I had a six-hour presentation. You know, now I have like a three. Right. And, and you learn to boil it down. Well, these guys coming out new and coming out of the military, your program doesn't get edited like that. It's designed to fill weeks. Yes. You know? And so it, I think it was good that you allowed and you had no egos in the way. You had no issues bringing, whether it's Tim, and I know you're friends with guys and, and we're all friends, but to bring other instructors like to this amount, you had me, you have Jacob, you have Tim, all in this class. Yeah, Ryan yeah. and stuff. And Ryan, but I mean, yeah, Ryan's, a, Ryan's a, sort yeah. of a, a corporate support yeah. in a lot of ways, but he's doing classes, don't get me wrong. Ryan's yeah. putting out classes here. He's, he's talking you through the Kestrels, he's talking you through the Magnetos and what's going on. But that's sort of corporate support. Mm -hmm. You would want that and expect that yeah. as a class and instructor. But you never hear of instructors bringing people in like this because they're all fight, fighting for fiefdoms. Yeah. Would be considered competition yeah. in the normal world. Right. right. Yeah, and, and, and Jacob, you know, today was my first day ever meeting him, you know. And so when he called – I didn't know that. Yeah. No. When he called and said he was coming down, he was like, uh, what do you – you know, what do you need help with? And I was like um, – all of it, but, <laughs> yeah. no, but I was, you know, I was like, uh, you know, you know, when when can you come down and, and we kind of talk about it for a minute? It was like, well, pff, uh, positional, right? I mean, that's yeah. a freaking no brainer right there. I mean, that's what everybody knows this guy for is is all the stuff he's been doing with positional for so long. So it's like, well, absolutely, I want him. But yeah, I'd never even met him before. But I was just humbled by the by the fact that he was willing to come down and and lend a hand. Yeah, you know, humbled by everybody who's here, truly. But the, no, this know. is an experience for people, and and this is where this stuff needs to be. This is where this shit needs to go. This is the stuff we're talking about with the resets and the edits, where people getting along and doing this stuff and working together. And there's enough out there for all of us. And if we can make the product better, if we can bounce ideas off of each other, and we can do this kind of stuff. It's only going to make everybody's programs better. So whether you go with you guys or you go that, I want people to go to everybody. Learn different things, right? Yeah. Build and, your tool yeah. chest up. Build, build your build tool your chest. Build your skill set up. There's a, there's, there is so much in this game. I want to add, Jacob coming here, and I was surprised. You said, Jacob's coming. I'm like, oh, you have a range owner, a match director, a business owner going to a range that's basically in his backyard coming here yeah. and helping out a an instructor he's an instructor also so yeah the fiefdom but he's helping out a an instructor with the craft with with the knowledge and the skill set but he's coming to a competing business that's right in his backyard with no ego yeah that says a lot no ego yeah okay that's that that says well, something and, like and that. what it's really coming down to to be honest with you we're talking consistently among each other mm -hmm. all the time we're bouncing ideas off of stuff we're, we're working through the problems and we're saying, hey, man, how can we do this job better? How can we make this product better? How can we do this? And it's like we're getting along that way, which and, – and people know should know if they listen to this podcast for a minute why I'm saying this. Yeah. Because with the drama and the things that go around and stuff, we like drama. It's fun. I mean, I'll stir the pot. We are Ryan here. I mean, <laughs> I'm sober. Um, yet. I'm still sober. <laughs> but you, you know what I mean? And, and this is the model that we're talking about with the stuff that, um, you know, w w even with Jacob and the Coyote, a match that he's doing up there. By the way, if you want to shoot that Fort Morgan Coyote match that they're having a lab, it is open for competitors to go and shoot it. Um, they have that Battle of Coyote in Colorado. If you go to Rifles Only's page, 
it's all this stuff we're talking about. It's yeah. coming back to being fighting men, being riflemen, you know, this kind of stuff, and not being, you know, a barricade bench rest guy. Sorry, mm-hmm. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to point out, I'm, I am competing. I'm already signed up. I, I mean, he was one of the first people he called when he said he was going to do it. It was like, yeah, I'm, I'm in, like... Send me the link as soon as it's ready, and I'm going to go. I have to leave um, when it starts, but I'm going to pop in early, but okay. I have to fly out that weekend. Well, so. the good thing is for me is I think I'm going to be out there for the whole week ahead of time. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to get acclimated to the elevation a little bit. And, you can come out my range. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm home in Missouri. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, it's 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 good stuff. Yeah, well, it comes back to, so just watching you guys today, so if you weren't tracking so for day two, uh, we actually kind of tapped into all, like, the uh, guest instructors here that came out to the course. Um, so from having Ryan Hay giving a phenomenal class on muzzle velocity, chronograph. I mean, I was blown away. I, mean, I was taking Coopies Mountain notes. <laughs> then we had Frank come up there. He, he kind of did, did like a deep dive into uh, external. And then we had Tim just to kind of put the icing on the cake with some terminal. And what I learned is – and this is why it's great to see you guys in action because I kind of sit there in the back and I take my own notes and see how you delivered that material. Hopefully, so I can kind of take something from it, refine my craft, how I deliver something, so my next class I'm able to put out a better product. To I students. did notice that Tim and I are very similar and that we think we're in stand-up comedy routines. <laughs> so we're he's kind a of bad animated. influence. Man. Yeah, I'm sitting is. in a class and he's like, yeah, he's, Tim, Tim is an awesome influence, man. It it, it really is because it's like both of us have a similar sense of humor. We're 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 we're, we're kind of making cracking similar jokes and stuff, but we're we're up in front of the class and we're, we're bouncy and animated and well, it's advanced math with advanced physics, really dry, dry material. So if you can't keep their attention, you're really screwed. Yeah, and if you yeah. take yourself too seriously, your students yeah. are going to see it and they're going to be like dry material. What'd you think, Chris? I enjoyed it. Did you? Yeah. And You're I a great liar. <laughs> I told you he's a lawyer, right? Lawyer. Lawyer. Sorry, I get those confused. Hey, real quick, background on Chris, who's joining us. He He's competed before. He's you, This is not your first training course. Uh, it's my first. Um, no, it's not even my first precision rifle course. I took another positional class. Okay, so he, he comes from a background of, of competing. I've been at a couple it. matches with him, and he has a baseline knowledge, and he, he's, he's really easy to instruct. He's... He doesn't have the hardwired, this is the way I've always done it. Because when a student says that, you now you're fighting to teach the student when they say, that's the way I'm going to do it. You know what's tough? Open mind. You know what's tough with Chris, though, is he asks a lot of questions. He does. A lot of <laughs> but that's good. Yeah, that's really good. bad. Yeah, it's like great. That. Well, he's, he's challenging me. Like, he'll, he'll come over and yeah. ask questions. I don't think he, he, he intends for it to be challenge, like, oh, I want to challenge you on that. He's just like, he want, he's, he's got a, a desire to have the knowledge. And so he comes over and he asks these questions, and I'm like, Ooh, brother, like I, I can't fake this one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a point where if you have different instructors with different different knowledge, you can say, uh, I'm punting this to you. How can you help me out? Or like Chris to Chris or you know, Chris to Frank, Frank to Tim, Tim, Tim to me and well, I, uh, uh, Chris, Tim had to give me the hook today though. I was, yeah, I was getting I worried. Yeah, Tim <laughs> me, he was like yeah, Tim time, time, time talking too much about time, muzzle yeah. velocity, get off the stage. <laughs> he gave me the hook, it was pretty fun. <laughs> Well, no, it was good having you guys here because, you know, as you guys all experienced and the students did, uh, man, I came out of, the, out of the gate swinging and then stumbled real fast and was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm, you know. We've freaking, all done it. Yeah. Where am I right now? And then, you know, Chris Chris jumped in and he, and he hit me with some pointed questions and, and that kind of brought me back around. Plus, you know, he just injected some of his knowledge. And, and then you guys did too throughout that entire thing because, you know, so that concept, the, the shot process, you know, going away kind of, I guess you could say going away from the fundamental. I have a and, modification for you guys on that. 
and I don't want, I'll let you explain it in a second, yeah. but before you get too far, you can absolutely do exactly what you're doing and yeah. fill in, like I had said, the fundamentals because they all point. But what I like what you guys are doing, you actually, and I'm going to probably incorporate a piece of this, you break it up into those stability and mobility, you know, and, yeah, and, 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 right, right, right. Yep. And, and so you're breaking it up and putting them into their proper place in yeah. the order of what we're doing it. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's a way to, um, we talked about, you know, the intro, bringing it into kind of segueing into the class. Yeah. So there's that. But then I think if you combine the two together, because they are there, it's just, you guys know, it's really nomenclature. Right. Yeah. You're, you're, they're just saying it in a different way to reach the audience they have to reach in the military. Yeah, well, and that's what it is too. Like, you know, we base our course, like, you know, we try to be doctrinally sound. Right. Because we want to have, to be able to reference and, and resource. Like, if we put something out, we don't want to be like, oh yeah, well, we just kind of made this up. It's like, well, hey, this material that we put out, you could reference it here. And Absolutely. the credit for like the shop process goes back to like Ash Hess, when I worked with him back at DOTD when he got the dot nine finished. And you know he did a phenomenal job of basically reshaping the marksmanship in the army. I mean, if it wasn't for Hess, uh, the army marksmanship package wouldn't be what it is today. There you go. Um, and so yeah, I, I, I completely agree that there has to be a way to overlap the fundamentals of marksmanship and that shot process, which the shot process does get after. But how do we deliver a better like content for? Like how do we make it more digestible for the students? Yeah, and I have it. I, I totally. I, that was a big thing I wrote down, and it, it stuck with me because I really like that process. Yeah. And I think. It's a missing part on the civilian side that we're teaching because we, we are teaching it, but we're not teaching it in the logical order you guys are. Mm -hmm. And so that's part of the, the thing that I want to incorporate the two together. If you want, you can go through the whole process real no, quick. No, no, no. Say, I, so I was just going to – the, the point I was getting to is that like – you know, so I actually taught uh, marksmanship before I was at sniper school and uh, at the smaller special marksman course over in, over in Europe. And I taught the fundamentals. So I actually spent years teaching the fundamentals. And I came to sniper school, and that was around the time Chris was showing up, and, and the new the new manuals had come through. It was like, well, we're not doing that anymore. We're doing this. And it, and it took me a hard – or it took me a while to kind of transition over. And I still struggle with it sometimes. And that's what actually happened to me yesterday was I'm trying to keep it relatable to the students who know or have heard fundamentals of marksman, but then try to explain it as a process. Right. And that's where I stumbled a little bit because, like I said, it it's not new to me, but I it, the other thing is so ingrained. Yes. It's a super easy fix. I, I, I By the time I get home on Monday night, I'll have it for you guys, and I'll email it to you and send you, like, dude, this, if you kind of write, say it like this, it'll, it'll flow really good. And that's all, like, the, when we talk about edit, it really comes down to flow. Yeah. And so what we, we, we try to do is so the class flows sort of downhill and it brings that student right to that line and out to the targets, you know? Right. And, and so it's it's like I said, the knowledge is just awesome. Like I said, your wind slides are second to none. And um, they're, it's just like make the flow a little bit and it's easy. It's, yeah. But it's a piece of cake, man. Well, that's the thing too. Like I mean, you talked about like, you know, coming from the schoolhouse where the ballistics class used to be like a three-day yes. like course and it's, it's a lot of information. I mean, it's like a student just is basically drinking from a fire hose. But what we don't want to do though is put these guys into a classroom for six, seven hours a day because they didn't pay to come here to sit in a classroom. They came here to learn material but then to get out there and, and shoot. shoot. Absolutely. You know? And You're gonna... so I think the wind demonstration for today, I think that Excellent. went really well because, you know, we were, you know, we're popping smoke out there. They were able to assess 
you know, kind of see the effects that terrain has on wind and have that visual cue while you had some SMEs up there kind of guiding them through like, hey, look for this, look for that indicator. If I had a target here, this is what I would do to engage this target. And I thought that was just phenomenal. I think, you know, that type of interaction, that's mm -hmm. what we need more. It was cool, like when the backfills came in and they puffed up, it was like, there's the backfill. And, it, and you'd <laughs> see it just kind of ribbon up and come around and circle back through. Mm -hmm. And because the winds were so strong, the smoke was pulled thin but when those wisps came and backfilled, they, they filled the screen up, you know yeah, what I mean? Mm -hmm, and yeah. and kind of, you could see it. I'm actually putting pictures right now of that because I caught pictures of it. Yeah, yeah. it was good stuff. Yeah. But you could also see the dead spots. Yes, yep. totally. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing is, so when we, when we show those slides, you know, it, you're looking at it and it's like, well, how does that really, like, how does that really look in, 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 in reality, you know, in, in real life and getting it off the slide and, and, and in person? You know, because what we're talking about here is the influence of uh, mainly the terrain on the on on the wind patterns as they were coming across the range. And you know, for the most part, this is a pretty wide open range, but we did have some berms um, kind of off to the side. And so when Chris and I went out there to 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 uh, pop the pop the smoke or deploy the the smoke, you know, we kind of were like, okay, hey. If we could, if we toss it on this side with the way the wind's coming, it's gonna create that effect, and that's what, I mean. That, at least yeah. that was our that was our intent. Yeah. Yeah. No, you got it. The, the one the one behind the berm because yeah. it, it was just too strong. Yeah. But once you got to that top part, and then when you split the berms, yeah. yes. Because there was a there was a yeah. weird. Tim and I both noticed, and some of you guys did, but we talked about it. There was a weird change at nine hundred. Yes. Mm -hmm. In. So we all kind of noticed that 900 was completely different than the other yard lines and it didn't go in the correct flow. And then so when Chris dropped the smoke out there and split the berms, you can see how it kind of played around with those in the way that they were designed, that it, it, it gave it a little shadow in there. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's good stuff, man. It's great training. Yeah. Well, and one thing that I liked is though, even though, you know, we're experiencing that stuff, we're bringing it back to usable techniques that a lot that these guys can take forward and apply and and create good results you know mm -hmm. like we still are applying the, the the short wind formula and it still works despite all of those things we're seeing out there now obviously that takes a little bit of experience and tweaking you got to understand the terrain that you're working with but i mean it just goes to show that like you know there is this kind of mythology or or this this unknown with with the wind but at the same time it doesn't have to cripple us it, I, just to get off track a little bit for a minute, I was talking about it. We shortcutted it over the years. What happened was they, they, they started writing in shorthand and we lost a lot of this because they were like, oh, it's just 10, excuse me, just 10. And yeah, it was just 10 for what they were doing back then, but now everything's different again. So we had to, we have to sort of go back in time and get past where they shortcutted it and pick up the information that we lost because it's so great and then come back forward with it. And I think that's part of what's been happening lately because if guys were home stuck doing shit and we're investigating on the internet yeah, and we find all the old stuff that, you know, the rifleman goes to war, that kind of stuff. I mean, it just gets back to the concept of what we're trying to, you know, like, like our motto is we build marksmen and it gets back to that direct fire engagement process and the ability, to, you should be able to, if you had two guns on the table, a 22 and a 30 out six, you should pick that weapon up, go through your direct fire engagement process, detect, identify, decide, engage, and assess, neutralize that target, be it you know a human being, an animal, or a set of steel, you know, a steel target out there, and just employ that weapon system to a standard. And that's yeah. the problem. Like I think that standard across the board, especially like in training environment, just kind of 
don't know, went to the wayside. Granted, you, Jacob, Phil, and Kalen out there for Monday Sniper doing a phenomenal job, and there's also some courses out there too that are just that are just kind of doing their own thing. I mean, but there's a common thread, man. We're all communicating with each other. Look at the products that Phil and Kalen are putting out, which is good shit. All these guys here, we're all working together to make each other better because we get it, man. And 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 that's the stuff that that people need to recognize with that that. Yeah, you know, we got to deal with Ryan. He's a steel licker over there. <laughs> you know, and his drama has to carry into our world. But oh, now whatever. Why are you so angry all the time? You know, this is my well, first time actually meeting Ryan. Getting love like, from you. Yeah. yeah we've, we've talked, We've talked. you know, through through Messenger and stuff like that a few times. But, yeah, this was actually my first time meeting meeting Ryan. And, uh, so you're getting, like, completely immersed in this <laughs> precision yeah. rifle world, Yeah, man. it's almost well, like hey, I'm new. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm along for the ride. I actually haven't contributed anything useful to this course. Don't worry, I won't give you an STD. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Damn. Damn! You know what? Speaking of STDs, I miss Ruben. Yeah. Oh. So we actually have the, the, the best sniper competition going on right now in Fort Benning. And so him, he's, he's down there. Uh, I got a double fucking tub in my room. We're next yeah. to it. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, Ruben, where are you? Well, and for you, it's like a quadruple. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> Hell, if you jumped in, I'd fly out. Yep, yep. <laughs> Bring your floaties. Yes. My water wings. I'm amphibious. My asshole seal. I would say, like, I probably, probably asked a question to Chris here. Like, you know, so when you sign up for a, for a training course, like, what are some of the things that you look for? Um, I look for the instructors, who they are. I look at their background. Um, I also like to look at um, other students, what people have said about them. So that was a good one. I've heard the two Chris's talk on your podcast. Mm-hmm. So that, that helped. I knew that they were going to be down here. It's near me, which is a huge plus. Um, so that's what you know drew me into this class. It was just good timing, three-day course, um, good references. Mm-hmm. I got if you, if you are a student and you go to a class, do your instructors eat a favor. And whether it be you're going to praise the course or critique the course, give them a private review and assessment don't blast their faults out online. Give them give them the courtesy of saying, "Hey, you guys need to improve on this." Do it private. Do it private. But praise them in public. Okay. Give if you're a student, you have some feedback to the instructors to help improve their course. But the instructors also can give feedback to you, saying, "Hey, you know, you didn't pick this up." And there there should be that back and forth, that flow between student and instructor needs to be a two-way These guys have all been good, right? They're all sitting over this there. Cla- this group is awesome. Yeah, this group has been great. We have a good There's... time. Well, I think it goes to, like, I mean, like, so what we're not trying to do here, like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, like we are not trying to sell a product. What I think our intent is to create an actual community. Yeah. So hopefully, after this course is done and stuff, they're like, hey, our phone numbers, our emails, our share drives, our material, mm-hmm. like, it's open to you. You have a question, call. And yeah. that same mentality is what we brought to the schoolhouse from like 2017 to, to 2020 is we are trying to build a community of snipers. We wanted guys to come to the course, you know, go through the course, leave, but then reach out and like become like that mentor. And that's where that mentor, like that mentorship kind of came from. Yeah, and, it, and it's already starting to happen too. So um, a few weeks back, I went and shot at a competition. Uh, it was actually the competition that happened right before we taught our first course. And, and kind of that competition is what kind of motivated me to finally get off my butt and start doing this. Um, cause I saw a lot of people I knew struggling and whatever else. And it was like, man, I can really help you with that. You know, one of the biggest ones was wind, of course. And, um, so right before, you know, we, we, like I said, we ran those three courses and then uh, a couple of the guys 
Well, actually, I, I noticed one of our students had, was, was commenting on he was struggling. So he went out and tried to replicate what he had done in our course to prepare a new weapon system for that competition, you know, the next running of that competition. And, and he was struggling. And I realized that it, it wasn't because he had, didn't have the knowledge, but he was having a little bit of a problem with applying it. Um, and then he was also on forums and he was also talking to this person over here and that person over there and they're like counterdicting certain things and next thing you know he, he, he was like he, he's like I'm lost yeah you know? he's in he's in vapor lock right yeah so so I reached out to him and I was like well hey you know the match is coming up soon let me reach out to to the to, to Eddie down at arena training facility see if I can set something up and let's just all meet at the range anybody who's gonna come down and shoot anybody who's available Let's just meet at the range. There's no cost associated with it, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm going to prep, like, prepare me. myself. Right. Also, I'm, I'm going to be out there training, so you can come with me. Yeah, and so and yeah, about nine people came out that day that were going to come and compete at the next match that had been previous alumni, and we met down there and and I helped them get their stuff g'd up, and 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 I posted about this recently too because so that particular guy went from and I can't remember off the top of my head. But he dropped like twenty five placings, like from seventy five down to fifty, in the in the next competition. And this was this was, he he still had only shot a couple of competitions in his entire life. And that that match gets well over a hundred people. It sells out in a couple hours, so it's like a big deal in the gas gun world. Um, and then some of the other students who came out also, you know, we could see that advancement. And it's like, and you know, they're thanking me at the end of the day, and I'm like, well, this is what it's about, guys. Like yeah. this this is a community. And, and this is what we're here for. Like, yes, we're making a little bit of money teaching courses, and that's nice. Well, truthfully, CR2 hasn't made any money at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we're not in the hole, though. Uh, that's nice. But, um, you know, we want to build a community. It's not about us trying to make money. It's really not about us trying to build our egos with what we know and we know best. It's about seeing people be successful. I mean, you guys have always been that way. Chris reached out immediately when you got into the schoolhouse to me. We, oh, you've been talking since the first day you walked in the door. And, and But I want to switch gears to the competition because we got to talk the fucking Valkyrie, dude. Frank's midnight. He went from six to midnight when he saw that SD. And he <laughs> that thing is doing phenomenal. I... So there's there's a lot of credit here. I'm impressed. And I'll try to keep this story for for everybody as short as possible. So, I watched the Valkyrie launch, and as we all know, it was it was there was a misfire. There was a misfire, <laughs> right? Yeah, we'll, putting we'll, it nicely. We'll, yeah. Oh, so wow. so there there was a misfire. Nicely die drop, and um, and I was and I had left it alone. I was like, I'm not touching this thing. I like um, it. Stop I, I, I left it alone for for probably about a year, and so up the road for me is 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 Jim Gillian, mm -hmm. and he was. Uh, he, right, he was Valkyrie. He now. was the face of the Valkyrie. Right. You know, it'd be, I think he was literally like on the box. He was, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so I talked to him one day, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you know, if you decide to get into it, let me know. We'll, I'll, I have you out, and I'll help you produce a load for your gun." And I was like, "Okay, I'm starting to lean toward a little bit. Like this kind of interests me." Um, and then I talked to you, and I listened to your podcast where you were on with uh, uh, Brian. Yeah, Whaley. Yeah. yeah, Brian Whaley. Yep. You guys were yep. talking about all the stuff that you were doing with the Valkyrie. And I was like, I got to see this. So shortly after is when we all met in Colorado for the, for the sniper gathering, mm -hmm. you know, that you hosted. And so I, I I talked to Frank ahead of time and I said, Hey, bring your Valkyrie out. I want to see this thing. So some sure as shit he did a second round hit. 
Second round hit at a mile. Yeah, I was like, hey, go get your Valkyrie. So he pulls it out of the trunk of his car, walks over. He's like stuffing a magazine as he's walking. And I'm like, hey, uh, where's your Kestrel at? And you're like, ah, I forgot it at home. But I think it's about this much. And he grabs his turret and just starts freaking twisting this thing. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. I'm like, 25 what? mils. I'm like, what's the first target? He's like, ah, yeah, we'll just go to a mile. And I was like, oh, okay, let me grab a spotting scope. You know, like, this is going to go well. And yeah, first shot, I was like, brother, unobserved. I think this is what it did, but I don't know. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm going I'm to do this, you know, whatever it was. It was, you know, it was a real quick response from you, you know, it was real vague. And, but you were very, you were very I was animated. I was you were, well, you were certain in what you were going to do. Yeah, yeah. And so, you, you it know. better be, my range. Yeah, so, so yeah, Frank throws an adjustment on this thing, and he sends it, and I was like, impact. I mean, I called impact long before we ever heard it or saw the flash, because I actually caught the trace that time. I was like, holy crap. So I went, I went home. <laughs> And I started to build a Valkyrie. But so I, I didn't build my Valkyrie with budget parts. And I think that that was a, also a big misstep by a lot of people is we saw a lot of budget precision builds. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't always work out. And well, so, Lego guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody can build an Lego AR in their garage. Yeah, they can build an AR in their garage. And so, and so that's good enough. And... And uh, so I built my AR, went over to Jim's. We, we did a load for it. I was, I was loving it. It was shooting super great. Uh, I was shooting the 75 grains. My guns freaking love those 75 grain American Eagles. I'm getting sub 10 SDs on these freaking things, and I'm buying them for $11 a box at Academy Sports, even all the way through yeah, COVID. And they're, and they're available because nobody wants to shoot the Valkyrie. Right. And so right a little while, a little while later, a little while later, I'm on the hide. And I see a Valkyrie bolt gun come up online, and I was like, "What is what is this?" And, the, and so this guy had built one. He put like two boxes through the gun. It was an impact action with a Bartland barrel, and I was like, done by Redbeard Gunworks. I guess some here, yeah, some here. Redbeard's yeah. awesome. Yep. And, and, and south uh, of here, yeah, yeah. And, and, and so I, you know, I hit him up, and we he was like, way. and he was like, "Yeah, man, I uh, got this thing." And so you know, we worked on a trade or whatever it was, and I got it, and. You know, I've been shooting the 90s through it. I got access to a whole bunch of 90 grain SMKs. I think they're the old box. They're the too. old box too. So that's the stuff that everybody had all these problems with, right? Well, yeah, and I proved it. Brought it to the brought it to the uh, the class. <laughs> he was sitting with his fingers crossed. Yeah. Right? I was like, oh, sure <laughs> every shot <laughs> we're chronographing, and every shot Chris has got his fingers crossed. Let it be single digit. Let it be single digit. Yeah, and so one of our students is using the gun. He didn't have a gun to use, but he wanted to come out and train, or he didn't want to use his gun, whatever it was. So I was like, here, shoot mine, and I totally was gonna give him a freaking gas gun, and I was like, nope, here's my Valkyrie, and. Uh, <laughs> The thing has been friggin' slaying all day long. He's well into the single digits for SDs on factory ammo. And if, if Ryan walks by, looks at the chrono, looks at the gun, goes, I'd shoot in a competition, and walks away. <laughs> 20, uh, it was a, uh, a 19 ES and a... No, it was... 17 uh, ES. 17 no. ES and a 7.6 SD. 7.8. You're not out shooting that gun. And it was uh, 2756 yep. out of a 90 grain. So and was it was, it was a 24 inch in my mentor group when I was shooting with Eddie and um, I was shooting number 10. <laughs> I don't Nebraska. remember. I'm terrible at names. But Nebraska. I was shooting with Nebraska and Eddie. And Nebraska has an AT rifle, 308. But he was shooting 168 out of an AT. 
Eddie's smoking them. Better drop, better drift, better everything. Then a 168, 308, the Valkyrie smoked it out to a grand. Mm -hmm. In 20 mile an hour winds. Yes, yes. Well, that's because we were just doing up his, his... his uh his his wind chart for the student handout that we give out, and so I was sitting there helping him go through it because uh, he's not very good at math. Mr. Crabtree, he's a teacher. Yeah. Honest, I don't know his name, so I called him Mr. Crabtree. Yeah. Remember Mrs. Crabtree from the Little Rascals? So it was like, yeah, like you got to hit with three point five mils of wind, right? And he was like, yeah. And it was like, well, if you look right here, boom, three point five mils of wind is twenty mile an hour. Bam, 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 bam. Rockstar stuff, man. That was, I like it. It's a fun cartridge. Dude, the thing don't get hot. It doesn't recoil. Right, nothing. And inside 600, it's point and hit. You know, once, and the 75s, like when we play with the 75s, they get a little windy around 500. Sure. But we're just playing fun with those things. But the 90s and the 88s, man, they, they turn into a 308 around 800 yards as far as wind open and all that stuff. But once you figure it out, you just have to follow the changes and transitions with that caliber because it's so tiny. Um, but I, I'm a fan, man. I dig it. I like playing with it, man. I got my JP down here, and I brought the Valkyrie because I knew you were having the Valkyrie down here. And I brought 75s, too, because my JP yeah. loves 75s. Yeah, where you ever you found a case of I got 75s? A, dude, I went mile high, and it was on the floor right there. Because nobody wanted it. Nobody wanted it. <laughs> speaking, of that, speaking of that Valkyrie, that, that gun had the best ESSD out of 10 shot string during the chronograph portion. We had all the students with their own B3, and I went fast and, watched, and looked at all the displays after their 10 shot or 12 shot rendering and I was that gun had the tightest ESSD in the class. Mm-hmm. Now there's some gas guns here running 308 and there's your gun that just shotgun on a she. Hey, I think it's doing great. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's doing great because you're doing good on it. Yeah, and it's, so you it, just it, need it's, a metal lower for that thing. He's running a scar. Scar 20, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I, I, I hopped on it. It was my first time ever shooting a scar. First round of impact. I was like, oh, this thing's not too bad. Oh, let me walk away. I probably shouldn't say. <laughs> that Velk is the we're, tightest we're, gun My in the class. first year classes up in Alaska. So we had a guy come in and um, he, 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 he was, he was kind of mocked up. And he had a scar with him at one point. So on the th- last day, we have like an open fun shoot for him. We let him. So they'll break out their other guns. So he breaks out this scar. And these two guys, and it was uh, Joe PP and the other guy, and they're and they're like, you know, two monkeys fucking a football with this scar. <laughs> so I go, I don't say nothing. Like they don't even know. I don't say anything about the scar or anything. I go, tell me what these switches and levers do. We had just come off of the SEAL program at Rifles Only where we did all scars. And I'm like, tell me what these switches and levers do. And he's like, all right, this does this. I'm like, okay, and that's the safety, and this does that, and that's the rack. I said, does that move, or is it gonna hit me? No, all right, you're good. I go to three. So I go and I go to the 300 yard plate. Bing, bing, bing. I dial up. I put 300 yard dope on it. Re-zero, bring it down to 100 and give him the scar because now it's zeroed for him. I'm like, Here you go, dude. But the scars are fun. Actually, what I saw with the scars is the 14 inch, the little shorties were better. Um, the, the, once you did, if you had that too long a barrel past the gas block, they sucked a bit. But once you have the shorties, man, those worked really yeah. good. 
Yeah, when he's shooting some really good ammo. Yeah, he's, no, he's he got has the, the burger 20, factory though. ammo. He has the Scar Mark yeah, Twenty. Yeah, the he's shooting the one seventy five OTM. Yeah, he has yeah. the Mark Twenty, yeah. so it's it's shooting pretty good, and that's designed to be a more DM type of Scar. Well, you know what's interesting too is so he brought out three guns. He brought out a real nice bolt action, right? Yeah, he's an AI. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he and then he's got his Scar. And, he's a zero. And he was like, I wasn't sure what I was going to shoot, and we talked about it on the phone through messages and everything else, and. Say I'm gonna bring them all, and I was like, "Yeah, man, we'll get you fitted for all your guns and stuff." And then he, then he was like, "But I, I want to go through the course with my gas gun." It was like, "Well, awesome," because you know that's one thing that is a is 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 a niche for us. Um, but you know, he's going through this. Back and I'll put him together. <laughs> Sorry about that. Ruben's been calling. He heard what I said. We're doing the. We're not even live. So Ruben <laughs> called and killed the podcast just now. It was about the tub. It was the tub. <laughs> he's calling me about the tub. <laughs> Because I sent him a picture. But, um, <laughs> hey, if you're running for drinks, I can... I heard he rocked it as an RO at the QP match. Just bring there the was bottle. Fucking guy. I heard, I heard he, he did a phenomenal job as an RO running around the ATB at QP. There was a bunch of people that said he did a oh, great yeah. job down there. They love Ruben. He's, he's famous. He's growing a name for himself. He was it's, on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny, too, because, you know, at the, at the QP match, it, it got a little sporty out there. Uh, that probably what helped me a, little, a bit was I was prepared for the wind and it didn't shut me down like it did a few people. <laughs> and 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 Ruben, uh, it was not Candyland up there at Ruben stages. He actually got put on a lot of the harder, longer mm-hmm. stages. And uh, I mean, he's up there crushing he's like miss reengage. We're like, oh what? The? And he's like <laughs> miss reengage. <laughs> yeah. And uh, but at the end of not it, they're all com- they're all coming away just in love with him because. You know, when the stage is over, he's like, all right, hey, by the way, this, 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 and this. I saw this. I saw that. You missed here. You missed over there. This is what you needed to do here. And so everybody walked away with an education. And so they all, even though they got their, you know, yeah, yeah, they got their souls them. crushed, they they walked out with an education and they Speaking freaking loved souls it. crushed. Ryan, why do you got to crush souls, man? Why are you that guy? Why? Yeah, yeah why? I that I mean, what guy. souls have I crushed lately? Well, there's like the, you know, once they realized that it was like you here, oh, me here, yeah, it was like rude. red flags were flying. People were little... popping smoke and flares <laughs> all over the world thinking we were going to bring up some kind of weird shit or drama. We're quite, well, we're, only, you're, you're, we're only 35 minutes into this, Frank, and I guarantee weird shit and drama might come up. Might. <laughs> might. I could bring up might. some weird shit we and drama. Um, and, uh, I don't crush souls. I mean, I'm going to speak my mind. Up to the point where it gets me trouble, dude. Sources say yes. You know what? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Magic eight ball. Yes. So during, during the Kestrel course, and I'll say it here, I said the Kestrel is only as smart as the variables you put into it. <laughs> as your legal counsel. <laughs> yes. What, what, no, what, it's all right. What, my, it's, what it's, my client meant to say is he, the Kestrel is a wonderful unit. We're getting a great deal out of it. It's class. <laughs> And what the dating the data wow, that's lawyer the right there. Chris is, is a incredibly lawyer. important. So really watch that data and your t- your support staff at Kestrel can really help you through this process. <laughs> you Katie, have Katie? Katie? Katie, we need Katie, to hire him. 3205 Fenton Street for the check. <laughs> Alright, so now the reality of it from a knuckle dragger is the Kestrel's great, but you have to put right variables into it, or it's yeah. not going to give you the correct information. If you put trash in, garbage in, it's going to give you garbage out, and then you're going to be calling me blaming the chronograph. Yeah. <laughs> I, have to, I, have, I have to admit, I kind of fell back in love with the AB Kestrel. Why? I don't know. I don't. Nothing. Oh, really I remember. What, I remember when you 
You fell out of love yes. with A.B. Kestrel. Yes, I did. I totally fell out of love with it. Well, so and things, now, some things have changed. I'm so back that in helps. love with it again. Are you having an emotional affair or physical affair? Both. Are you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to pleasure myself with yeah. the Kestrel later. <laughs> <laughs> Legal counsel. <laughs> <laughs> he, he that was my product. I could do what I want with it. That must be the snake gang. The snake gang. So the Kestrel itself, like you say, it's just a tool. You know what I'm saying? It's for us. And so what we do here at the course is, you know, one, we build a gun profile, we extract that, that, that firing solution, you know what I'm saying? We like a pre, like a consolidated data card, but then we go out to the range and actually shoot, you know what I'm saying, for the actual. And then the students still look at that comparison stuff though, that, hey, I see a, you know, a 210, 310 shift at this distance and beyond, but again, they're utilizing that hard actual data yep. throughout the course. Because what we, in, even, at, even at sniper school and stuff, those, we don't want to have guys coming up to the line with that Kestrel in hand because at that point, they're they're so fixated on that device and not fixated actually assessing their target through the scope. Right. And so right. again, in the shop process, you yeah. don't want your head in the computers and things. It's like all that. mental calculations, and we kind of you know just 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 stick to what to what works. So utilize that you know consolidate armband. And go from there. No, I and, and honestly, what I think brought me back around is a lot of the Vectronics because I've been doing so much with Terrapin. Mm -hmm. And so when they keep adding connectivity, and, I, and honestly, a big plus is this Garmin watch. Got the Garmin the watch. The Garmin watch, real, I'm in love with the Garmin watch. And just, it kind of paired through the Kestrel. But w what kind of brought me back was, I think the Vectronics is when I started carrying it again with the Terrapin X. I know I carried it at my match when that Terrapin came out. And then they've been doing so many new firmware updates for connectivity. They keep reaching back out to me to say, hey, don't forget about this new connectivity. Mm -hmm. And so it keeps me back engaged. That I should have put them yeah. on the Storm. So I have a Storm here that connects to the Kestrel also. Mm -hmm. It also connects to the ATAC software. We won't talk too much about that. But it does a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. It all does it through the AV thing. And if you love what it does with the Vectronics, I think you'd really love what it can do. Oh, of course. With the sword. So, so absolutely. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this and stuff, that's yeah. what they do. I mean, they just- Well, I know Nick, I know Nick and all those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what, and that's why like, the military loves AV, just because it just, it simplifies the solution. Like, for example, I'm able to laser target, receive that information, it uploads into my ATAC, I can push that to an adjacent unit left or right. It just, it adds that connectivity. But at the end of the day though, that sniper that's going to be, you know, employing mm -hmm. that shot, he has to know his data to be able to just you know, and, execute and, that mission. And I've again. turned the Garmin into my arm bar, yep. you know, and it's easy to see, especially in the sunlight. When you you catch oh. the sunlight with it, it's right there in your face. And, and my, my eye, I just got new glasses again this week. Well, you know, my eyes are falling <laughs> and, and I can see it. You yep. know, it's in the watch. When when we ran this watch over last summer, I, I did the cross country classes. I went 38 days without a charge with That's the solar trickle. Oh, yeah, because the solar. Yep, yeah. in, in the solar trickle. And so I think between the Garmin and the Vectronics. Nick, I need a Garmin. <laughs> it this brought, is Chris. <laughs> which one? <laughs> um, well, he's already got one, so yeah, I think we'll narrow it down. Oh. <laughs> but no, it's it's. Uh, I'm 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 digging this stuff, and I'm back, and and I do. I do go outside of your instructions on how I kind of hack AB a little bit. Um, but it works for me and I'm happy with it. And like we, we talk about in the class and I've talked about on the podcast, you know, two plus two is four, three plus one is four, zero plus four is four, five minus one is four. We're Multiple keep, different we ways to get, get to, to the these same. numbers. A million ways. Jacob's preached that. I took it off of Jacob and I still run with that. There's multiple different ways to get to the same objective. Yeah. You may have, Timothy may have 
a different way of getting it. You're of course have he does. He's way. wearing Ranger panties, man. God. And they yes. are wonderful. This is an audio show for the visual part of it. He is wearing... No, he's looking good right now. Yeah, <laughs> getting aroused. It's right all there. in the hips. Did you see the tattoo on the inside of his thigh? It, no. We all do. It's there. <laughs> it's there? It's there. Mm. <laughs> nice. You don't, have, you don't have a cock hanging below your knee, do you? <laughs> no, it's well above it. <laughs> <laughs> Only when I bring my knee above my hips. <laughs> so, but with that, you know, of course, Hornady has the, their Kestrel version mm-hmm. out with Fordoff, and that is a little bit different with the solver with the, the axial form factors, and of course, the, their bullets rendered yep. through a different way. Well, cause they're using their Doppler and their stuff, Doppler. and I like Hornaday. If you're shooting Hornaday bullets, there's no reason you shouldn't be using a Hornaday. And a lot of people, and on the com- comp- competition side, there are a lot of competitors that are out there wrecking it using the app or the Kestrel and Hornady, and they're doing great. I have both. I, yeah. I, I run I have, them both. I mean, I, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm kind of... It's the feature rich of the AB, and like today, yeah. I never scrolled the range card. I didn't yeah. even so, know so there was trace. Oh, trace value. Yep. So, yeah. so the so the trace value. I so never did it. That's just a great tool to use. So, so for someone that has never seen trace before, it has nowhere like doesn't have an idea where to look at. By going into the range card feature, using that third column, scrolling left or right, and find that trace value. It, it just it's like okay, hey, point for, here for look. a target. I have say 500 <laughs> meters, and yeah. it's telling me to look at you know 2.5. You know from center visible mass from the target. Look up 2.5. Boom, there's trace. You know, yep. it's just it works. Yeah. It does. No, and I I never scrolled the range card to be honest with you because it's like usually it's like because it goes into spin drift and Coriolis. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> and, and it's like, turn oh, you want to start on Coriolis? <laughs> Dude, Jacob's gonna drive back up here. No, wait, wait. But so, it was a shooter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. so when, when Chris was gonna start exactly. his, when Chris was gonna start his wind class, I said I said what causes wind, and and he looked at me kind of like if it was a trick question because he wasn't sure where I was going. So I'm like Chris, what what causes wind? And and, and he's like cocks his head, kind of does a dog thing, and I went Coriolis because Coriolis is macro, not micro. And it moves the earth around, and that's what goes on. But I was goofing with him because I'm like, that's the only time I'm going to talk about Coriolis is when we talk about it blows the wind. You know? But, um, yeah, no, it's been a fun time, man. We're all just having a good old in, in, in digging on it. And yeah. We talked some, oh, dude, we solved world problems last night. We did. We did. Hey, we solved a lot of world problems. Let's talk about the facility here. Yes, yeah, so right away. Awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. I think we should do these guys some justice. Uh, Nick Goff. Uh, we, Chris and I met him a few years back when we were getting ready to he's go. He's an AFSOC, right? He came to no, our class. No, he's Army. He's Army. He's Army. Yeah. He's, 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 oh, he's Ranger. Yeah. Second yeah. Ranger. He yeah. came down second. So, oh, yeah. that's right. He's so, 275. So, yeah, we, we linked up with him, and, and, and he, he was working. I met with, him. I don't remember. Yeah, he was working with like, Spike Tactical at the time. Got mm-hmm. his gun squared away for when we were going to go shoot in Israel. And he, he's, the, he's the one who reached out to me and was like, hey, I got a new facility. If you guys are interested in teaching classes, come out in Texas. And Tim and I have been talking about doing stuff in Texas, but he was having a hell of a time finding a place for us to do it. Well, range just kind of shut down on me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I said, hey, you know what, Nick, we're put me on the schedule. Let's talk what's what's available. And I'll be honest, coming into this, there was a lot of unknowns because this place, Bridal Iron South, in Refugio, Ref, Ref, Refugio, Refugio. Texas, <laughs> is a newer facility. The overall place isn't, but but. The actual range complex. It's a nice setup, man. Yeah. I've been to a lot of places in in this. Like, what I would say, if anybody knows, like, because a lot of our industry people use FTW okay. in the hill mm-hmm. country. This is a better FTW. 
to be honest with you. I'd rather be here than FTW because you got no cell signal for 80 miles. I mean, in, and we had Wi-Fi. We had on every the range. on the range. We could on live the range. stream. Oh. And I mean, same thing. We got an executive chef here. Yeah, Logan's making great food. Right. Oh, Logan's oh awesome. God. Yeah, we got. So you know, we're getting three meals a day by an executive chef. We got a full bar, the whole thing. We can do whatever we want, and, and the range is phenomenal. I mean, they got targets out to a mile. One point. So right now, he's got a target at a mile. Mm -hmm. They go to one and a half miles right now, and they're actually extending their range to two. They technically could go to seven. But, the but who the hell is shooting the seven mile? <laughs> 105. Well, isn't this a Mellon Creek Ranch? Mellon Creek is the, the home ranch here. And the, right. if you look at the complex, there's actually a established airport. Okay. The Mellon I Creek saw airport. that. Once and we then got the tower. You, it, look at, if you do a map recon of this place, you're going to see some pretty big houses really close to us. Yeah. I'm talking like gated houses that have double pools there's this place is very nice and you can tell the money's been put into yeah. it yeah oh it's it's mega bucks man yes. it's a it's a beautiful place like i said i got a double fucking bet or fucking bath for ruben and he he's calling and wrecking our podcast we're like all of a sudden he calls in when you somebody i i went on airplane mode but i had my wi-fi on so the wi-fi call went through and what did Ruben do? He calls Chris Roberts, then he calls, calls you. me. And, and I it, tell him we're on a podcast, and so he's like, oh, well, I'll call and jump Ruben, in. Like, that's <laughs> going to work. Yeah, that, that's not how it works. Ruben, don't be jealous. I'm next to Frank. Actually, he can call on your phone and go on speakerphone. We can bring him, but not, yeah. we're not doing that because it won't sound like fish shit. No. But anyway. Nerd. <laughs> but he, he, um, yeah, he killed the, so I'm going to have to stitch two the podcast together. You'll have an exit and it'll end because he called in. But no, it's good. Like I said, this is a great place, man. Um, plenty of space for people to sleep in. They got all these double. The rooms are huge. Yeah. The rooms are huge. Yeah. They're clean. I had a roommate. I kicked it out. Scorpion. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's oh, yeah, definitely there's a wildlife. Hey, the it, first day rattlesnake. Rattlesnake. Hey, you're you're in South Texas. Everything here wants to kill you, bite you, or sting you. Yeah. And yeah. I walked massive in. pigs walking in front nice of us yesterday on the way to the yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> We're not at the Silver Spur in Kingsville, Tim. Stop. I'm wait, wait, sorry. It was about a four-foot rattle. Yeah. Yeah. Four <laughs> rattle. And he wasn't mean. No. No. no he was not at the Silver Spur. Yeah, You're just waiting for the mice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, um, at, under one of the overhangs in the shed, there was a bunch of these big-ass rats and shit. And he he was pointing right at them, but we're in between him and those rats and stuff, so we, we know he's going him. hunting. He was patient. Yeah. Waiting for us to leave. Yeah, wait for a good target opportunity. But yeah, I mean, the, the facility's fantastic. They've got an amazing lodge here that's brand new. Uh, they have an older lodge, which is also awesome. Um, they got some brand new buildings that they have, uh, what, like uh, three, four rooms in each. Each one's got a bathroom. Uh, it's a really fair price. They got a whole meal package, you know, so it's just working out to be a tremendous Even the gravel road is refined. Dude, right? <laughs> I drove the nice. fucking Porsche down it. Yeah. 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 I tell you what, taking a class where everybody gets to hang out together instead of going back to whatever local motel there is, yeah. this is nice. This is where you this go. Is like, for this you. Is yeah. Dude, this is the Alaska experience. <laughs> yeah, one This is shop. what we do in Alaska, the same thing. Everybody's self-contained. We're all in the fucking lodge. Let's say Facebook. Oh, who's, I don't even know who you are. Fucking Brandon Dvorak. Don't know. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not going to be your friend, Brandon. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that to me too? Right? <laughs> yeah. you can make uh, about the range facility. So later, we're on the long, we're on the long range in the tower, and you, you 
course, you can see all the long-range targets, but they have tack base here. They have the shotgun set up, and I saw a couple other range facilities. So well, this just is not long-range here. There, you can do multiple events here. Yeah, they're handling And they're about ready to have a match here with Nick running it. Yeah. It's the Real World Sniper Challenge. Yep, Real World Sniper yep. Challenge. Yep. I heard of that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is his second running. It was supposed to have – the second running was supposed to be last year. Obviously, COVID kind of kicked everybody in the balls. So they're running their second running of it here this year in two weeks. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic event. I know some guys who were in the last one and, and seeing what Nick's doing setting up this one, it's going to be great. Uh, another thing he's got coming in, uh, it wasn't available for us in this trip, but he's got movers coming. Oh, nice. Ooh. nice. Yeah, I like movers, movers man. Movers are fun. Yeah. Movers are fun. Yeah, so maybe uh, the next time we come out here, we'll be looking at doing something like that, incorporating some movers on the last day. Next time, you let, yeah, next time, kind of, I'm trying to bring Kestrel or other people out here so we can get some corporate, more corporate into Yeah, that's awesome. God, I'm saying corporate now. Hey, <laughs> I want to shout out to Jen Seymour. Thanks. <laughs> did, did the lawyer bring you? Oh. No, the lawyer did not bring me. My we, phone blew up. I had no clue. I don't, so, I, I'm sorry I don't listen to other podcasts as much. I'm fucking, I'm that guy. I'm a dick. Um, oh, but anyway, Here we go. I got it. I heard, I, my phone blew up. I heard it. It, it. You know what? Why is a girl got to have more balls than the rest of you guys? Question. Is it around here that she ha no, <laughs> no, 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 you are Sorry, Jen, 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 Jen will be like, Who's that guy? I want to know his name. Jen, Jen's feisty, and when she zeroes in on a target, you, mm, 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 you don't end those crosshairs. Nope, nope. Yeah, we're going to edit out Tim's business now. <laughs> Thanks, um. Frank. <laughs> Jen, it's good. I'll take care of Tim tonight. Hey. Whoa. I've been to prison. Guys thanks, in. buddy. <laughs> it's getting a little barracksy up here. <laughs> hey, a couple on the chin between friends. Wait, come on. Fucking but Marines. <laughs> every six months to make sure I don't like it. I know I'm not gay. I tried it. I don't like it. You might be gay. You have to stop trying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Right. We're off the rails, guys. Let's bring, it, let's bring it back in. What happens in a high site? It stays, stays in a high site. You know, some of Two us, snipers, one high. <laughs> some of us still work for the government. <laughs> lawyer, are we good? No. no. Lawyer, are we, are we stop talking. Yes. Yeah. Well, anyway, you're signing over no, there. but I get it. I get it, guys. I mean, and we're good. I talked to I, I talked to Shannon last week. We, we relax. I don't need my phone blown up. Uh, we're 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 chilling out. Everybody's good. He called me last week, like he said he would. So calm and, your army, Frank. Yep, calm my army. I didn't calm. I didn't unleash my army. Yeah, I know you didn't unleash your army. I, no, it's I just don't. Scouts. You know what? It was the scouts. Honestly, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes. I want I want one quick question, Ryan. Yeah. Have I ever unleashed an army? I do it myself. I fucking whack my own people. You do? When, do I, when have I ever unleashed an army on somebody? The jer well, not on someone, but on an, uh, the, whole, the Jersey. The Jersey letter was me doing my own dirty work. Yeah, but when you do your dirty work, the army follows. The hype guys. Yeah, hype, well, I got the, the mafia guys. behind me and shit. The fucking squirrels will get you. I know. <laughs> Dude, I, there's like little clicks and stuff, like things. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now, because uh, well, you you hit me to the guy that the there's a dude on Instagram. I never knew nothing about it, and he's talking about the Sniper's High PX, yep. and the Jawas there. Absolutely, dude, you're 100 right. And there's nothing I can do about it. Behind the 59. But wait a minute, I'm gonna tell you something right now, and I'm gonna tell this in public. I'm gonna give you a behind the scene of Sniper's High. 
I know people are fucking gouging, but I don't want to turn my board into a mess with everybody dogpiling on a guy gouging. So I went to my fucking minions, the fucking squirrels, and I said, listen, dude, you see I see a gouge. Here's what you're going to do. Make a meme that everybody knows what it means, and you post it and walk away. Well, every one of those people makes a report and says, tell this guy to leave my post alone. I reject it. No. So now you've been labeled with a scarlet letter of the fucking squirrel mafia, and they know. I get it, dude. Dude's gouge. But at the same time, we don't sit back and do nothing about it. We're playing games behind the scenes to the fuckers, and we understand it. And what we do is we turn to everybody and say, listen, that dude's fucking... Just leave him an island. But I get it to the guy on Instagram. And it's not just in the hide. Gou- and I have no, gouging you know right what? now. I take be- no offense to what he says because yeah. he's right. Gouging right now is just rampant across every part of the industry, part of the community, part of the business because we're in this component crunch. But I do my own dirty work. If it's your, that's that's your house. You're saying <laughs> you can do that. But it's it's gonna happen. It's gonna yeah, happen. Absolutely. It's gonna happen. I'm being silly. The bots are out. Silly. You see, if you're on Facebook and enough Facebook groups, you're gonna see the bots that are climbing in about their ammo company and this and that. Oh, a lot of fake ones. A lot of scammers. A lot of scammers. Absolutely, okay? dude. They're, Report it. Get what is that it? Stuff. Reloading something. Dude, there's it was coming up. They're, they're trying they're to sell up. you primers. It's all fake. Report them because they're bots, and also they're programming bots to 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 watch the the sites when they get inventory in and scoop it up. So, you know what? I, so, so speaking of inventory, really? and let's yeah, let's, let's look wow. at the flip this side. This is real. This. I'm, we're not being now, and we're back in serious mode. Um, and yeah. we get it. It's kind of funny to laugh at, but there, the, this is this is organized crime you guys are dealing with. Yeah. And oh, you don't time. understand that, and I do because I I talk to people on the back, and I see it from the computer side. This is why I hate social media. Right. It's. It's it's straight up organized crime. These you are. This is not some guy in his basement. These are gangs across the world who do this, and you are not going to beat them unless you walk away and not not fall for their bullshit. Yeah, or the community takes care of its yeah. own. And and that's actually something I want to highlight real quick. So yeah. so just recently, uh, actually two months ago, we we ran a course. It was our last two day course that we actually ran. We ran up at Big River Precision in Virginia. And I just saw in the last couple of days, Josh Bandy posted, they got together. I don't know exactly how they did it, but it sounds like a, a group of people pulled together and they pulled together some components and they're offering them to their community at the reasonable price, price that you should reasonable be price. And they're making them available. They're controlling the flow. So that way, you know, one dude doesn't walk away with everything and leave everybody else hanging, but they're putting it back into their community because they're like, Hey, this community, the guys want to get out and shoot, but they can't hand load ammo. You know, they can't find ammo, they can't buy ammo, they can't buy all their components. So, hey, some of us that are doing a little bit better, let's get together, let's support our community. And I think that's what this is really all about. And that's kind of where we started at with this podcast and, and looking at what this table, who's around this table. Like, it's a, it, you know, this is a community. It's a sport, you know, but there's there's truly not a whole lot of pros. And the people who think they're pros, a lot of them aren't, you know. Um, but what it is is a community that's try, that, that should be supporting each other and we shouldn't be... You know, eating each other's, you know, eating each other's souls. I feel like a promo right now. (laughs) Well, to expound, like, you know, what you said about the community, and it's it's not just the the military, the sniper community. It is the competition, the military, the hunter. We have to start branching outside of our centric bubbles and looking at this as a whole thing because it's not going to get any better. 
I get told that it's the ammo crunch, the component crunch is not going to get any at better. all. There's a lot of drama behind the scenes. What's going on with this stuff? And and I've been hip to some of it. And Same there's going to be a huge. There's a there's a huge hole right now that hasn't been come public yet. That's going to yep. blow up. So. So we have to, and by any means, not by positive means, not by negative means. We I like have a little to, negative. I, well, sarcasm. By, by sarcastic means, okay. a little bit. But we need to take care of each other. We, if competitors want to stay competing, then we need. That's support. right. I mean, eventually, there's there's only going to be a handful of people that can even that he can even compete if if competition is what we're talking mm -hmm. about. There's only going to be a handful of people yep. who can even hunt if if that's the demographic because because. Uh, of the way things have gotten and I don't think it has to be that way I mean it's gonna be tough everybody obviously for everybody but it doesn't it doesn't have to be uh, when's the last time it was this bad Frank uh, it was, we had a little bit Sandy like this Hook? when was it it was Sandy, Sandy Hook, Hook. Sandy yeah it was Hook. probably Sandy Hook yeah you're but right it was not, we're getting past that level yeah, this is yeah. oh Sandy this is Hook. well beyond that dude this is an active campaign against you they're fucking coming for you hard and don't let them tell you they're not but it, it's it the crunch is global too. There, there's there's problem in Australia. There's fucking problems everywhere. With, with, Florida. With, yep. Components and shit that we're to dealing with. So it, we we got to be a little bit friendlier. And I get it. We, we we like a little controversy and make good jokes and be silly about it. But at the end of the day, we're all still gonna have bears with everybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think this is gonna push this unfortunate time frame or this event or this this series of issues is gonna push people together. It should. We're, it, it, it's already starting. Mm -hmm. I'm being optimistic here, and I'm already seeing. Hey, it. there's what? However many more million gun owners yeah. than there was, yeah. you know, a year ago. Yeah, and and we need to keep them too because the gun laws aren't looking good right now. No, we're and in my, trouble, and, dude. And, They're you know, coming after us hard. And folks this is non-stop, full throttle. And folks may think, hey, we're in precision rifle. They're not going to touch it. Hey, <laughs> tell you what. I, that's the that's thing. my real worry is they're going to go, oh, they've already saw, talked about how the AR can, you know, go a mile and kill someone. They're and all angling. This. Listen to their wording. They're angling to take out more than they're saying. Yes. They're using very specific wording that's basically um, choreographed, or what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like broadcasting yes. what their real intentions are. Yeah, they're forecasting what their intentions yeah. are, and because they're using coded language. Mm -hmm. And so you look at that coded language, and, and let me tell you what, man, they are pounding my site like it's going out of fucking business. Since the election, I get hack attempts every fucking day. A bot just got one of my mods because his password was in an Apple hack. And they, people were laughing about the Facebook hack. I made a post that said my my number name came up, but that wasn't just my phone number, my name that came up on the Facebook hack. Facebook didn't tell you 500 million people got hacked. 500 million got hacked. Your, your passwords were in that hack. If your password is the same on something else, the bots run across your shit and look for it. One of my mods had his password hacked on another thing which got the password hacked on my site and they went in and they were trying to do sales scams and banned and all that mm -hmm. but since the election right after the election they've been pounding my site non-stop dude and and it, i have active countermeasures and shit but it's beyond that not the liberal things go google me right now daily beast is talking about the high why because of you, you know what I mean, and and 
if I'm on a fucking skyline, you're on a skyline. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. It's it's the reality we're in now. But and, um, not to bring it down, we can bring it back around. Tim, right around. say something silly. <laughs> no. <laughs> Show us your dick. Whoa, no. Boyer. <laughs> nice. 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 Wow. Survey says. I give it a nine. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, right now it's a six, but it'll be a nine later. Yeah. Midnight. midnight. Yeah, six to midnight. Oh, my wife doesn't I don't know I don't know if you guys can realize I'm like officially single now again. <laughs> Oh, I'm boy. not. Wait, back what? <laughs> I'm back on the market. I'm that's changing a, seats. That's a whole other conversation, guys. We don't have time for that. No. Pass. Next. I really go. don't. Hey, I'm, you're over here actually, now. Actually, I, go <laughs> I go home Tuesday, pick up keys. I'm out. Yeah. So that's been some of the shit I've been mentioning. I appreciate Sorry the people. Who bought, yeah, All right. dude. Dude, it, you know what did it? No, you know, it. Uh, lawyer. Oh, no, yeah, I'm not. Lawyer, I'm not lawyer. Lawyer. No, no, no. I don't have a lawyer. No paper. You don't want to have to have paper start. No. <laughs> Take the legal counsel. It's no, free. Man, Pro bono. I stop. No, I got no liability. Zero. Well, I've heard you say nothing negative. Okay. But uh, uh, what, yeah. what broke me up was Trump. Um, she had TDS. Trump derangement syndrome. Derailed my 19-year situation. That? Seriously. It's just weird in my weird, yeah. Well, weird flex. We don't have well, time for the story on here, but when you hear the story, it's going to make a whole lot more sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It's it's it, it's logical. Yeah, and, and you know what? I'm fine with it. I just don't see how people get obsessed with something so bad that it affects everything like that. Right? It, it does. Right? It just blows my mind. It, it really does. But it, it's 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 real. It's valid. Trump broke up my relationship. I love Trump, though. <laughs> Don Jr. in his pink shirts, motherfucker. I, I, let me scan the room. Uh, whose retirement award was signed by Trump? Oh. Oh, this guy. Ah. Uh, mine was signed a ball. Oh. Don't even talk about who signed mine. Oh, <laughs> oh I know who signed mine. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Give me your drink. There you go. Nah, it's been a good time, man. I really enjoy working with you guys. It's been fun. Like I said, we're... This program is gonna just fucking skyrocket. This is a fucking challenger launch. No, it's not. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? So I'll say that. No, it's it. You, you, you guys have a fucking Saturn V rocket, and it's going into space. And the program's good. It, it, it's it's it, the really time. Chris yeah. is talking. Oh no, no, I think we're wrapping up. But I was just gonna ask, are we gonna do this again? I mean, having all the different instructors and all this input. This was awesome from a student's perspective. I've I've been to a bunch of classes, and uh, most only you know this is my one first serious precision rifle. I did another one with Clayton Heggert down at ATX Precision, in burnt. Uh, God, awesome guy for positional. Got my daughter dialed in for her first match. But you know I've done a lot of the other you know machine gun classes, Blackwater when they were doing that, and you know those were great and really wonderful. But this has been good. I mean besides Blackwater where we stayed at the lodge. This has been one of the best classes. Oh, totally. And, I mean, and this what is it, right up there with that. All it comes down to is the transition from military to civilian. That's all we're talking about. It's a transition, and, and the audience is changing, and you guys have to transition out of the military to the, to civilian, yeah, to the civilian audience. And But you're still in. I mean, you're freaking teaching recruits, and you're working, and you guys, you know. 
So great shit, but man. But the, the, the course instruction is, is tailored for everyone. Yes. It can be absolved by everyone. They are not going... Well, because they're used to dealing with, well, lack of a better word, lowest common denominator. Yeah. being privates and, Why'd you and look army. At me? <laughs> <laughs> but they, they've incorporated a lot to help every facet of precision rifle, from the hunter to competitor to military and law enforcement. Of course, they can tailor the information for specific groups if they're requested to. Mm-hmm. But you're encompassing three days. You're doing a lot to facilitate, and you're not. The students aren't hitting point of diminishing return, which is huge. Yeah, yeah. you're not. You I, see no improvement. Asleep. You see light bulbs go on. You, you know, we're seeing all the things that you look for as an instructor at the students, and yeah. every box has been checked. Yeah, it, 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 and we're still growing. We're still we're still changing stuff. You know, we're gonna take these all these AAR comments and stuff that you send us. It's gonna advance the course. We're there's no ego attached to this. We're like, we want to be better. I I, I you know when when a Chris comes up and he and he asks me a question. I want to be able. I actually want to be able to answer those questions. So I, I want to be better, you know. And, and Chris wants to, you know, the other Chris R wants to be better, and that is part of why we look at, you know, guys like you guys. And I mean, we're super humbled by you coming out and supporting this because I think that that says a lot about uh, your character and and what you what you see about in us in uh, in, in in our future. So um, hopefully we can we can do stuff like this again. Um, absolutely. I mean, we're gonna have to pay it forward. Now that Frank gave it to us, we gotta. Ah, we're man, good, man. We'll, we'll find a one to come out and. and, 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 and you guys and, are always welcome. Well, you know yeah. that, how that works. But no, it's this. This is what it's about. You know, this is and look at it. The chosen job that we all we all volunteered. You know, we picked this path, and and so it's it's our job to say this is where we wanted to put our focus to make sure that we're being the best people we can be within that path that we chose. This was everybody here volunteered for this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Nobody was was like voluntold. Yeah, you know <laughs> some voluntolding. Yeah. Well, Ryan, I get you. You know, you're well, I was still enlisted. But no, I, you know, I, I get that. But I'm just saying, um, you know, your your Kestrel job is still. Well, I I got lucky on that. Yeah. I'll admit. I mean, the acquisition happened, and I did not know my future. Right. Well, and, and honestly, when he first started contacting me about that, I don't think it had anything to do with work. I think it was just he was going to come out. And, no, and Ryan's that yeah. guy. Yeah. He's the one that jumps out and comes after. He, you can, he's the gregarious. He's out. He's the person. And, and he was just at another course, and I hold those guys in high regard. So, I mean, we were talking about on the way here. I was like, Ryan was just up the road with some top level guys, learning from them, and then he's going to turn around and come to our course. And I was just, and, and I said something to him like, "Hey, man." You know, you were at a pretty advanced course, and now you're coming to ours. Like, uh, this might be a little bit low drag for you. And he was like, "No, man, that stuff, the stuff you guys are going to teach is always important." Yeah, it's it's always. the foundation, man. And I was this like, "Well, good. That's, that's that's the way we look at it too." You know, mm-hmm. and, and so we're glad that you know that that's your viewpoint also. Absolutely. And, and here's and here's the thing: if you, and as a student, as a student, and I'm, we're all still students. Some people were better. I learned Trace today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're all still learning. But if you stick to one instructor only, you're only going to get one point of view. You go to a class, and I'll, I'll name them the JTAC guys. you got four instructors up there. They have four different points of view on some things. You may get, and you guys mentioned it. You, I think you mentioned it. If you have multiple different points of view, that's one of those students may not, you, know, you may not be reaching. Chris Roberts, you may not be reaching Chris as, as an instructor-student pair. But Chris Rance might reach him with a different wording or something or his attitude, whatever. So if you have more points of view, 
the more information is getting pushed out, you're reaching more students. If it's just someone up there doing PowerPoint and you're boring your students to death, you're not reaching your students. I figured out what Chris has. I figured it out. What? What is it? I was actually, you know, so obviously we were all taking a ton of photos and video and everything else. So uh, when I was taking a dump earlier, and that's because when I do that, that's that actually, your mind. That's, well, that's when I do my best work. <laughs> so I was, uh, my wife My wife loves it because she's like, you had your phone in the bathroom with you? And I'm like, yeah, yes. what else was I going to do for those 25 <laughs> minutes? You know? Dude, that's a lot of poop. Yeah. So um, now I'm just basking in my own aroma. Now, so anyways, um, I was watching the videos that I took today and I was deleting all the ones where you were talking, Frank, and all the ones when Tim was talking, but I kept the ones when Chris was talking. Um, <laughs> And <laughs> so no, I mean, so maybe he was teaching that course, and he was talking. Or he was talking about external ballistics, and he was talking about when the bullet leaves the barrel, and what happens when the bullet leaves the barrel. And he said that he's like, "Oh, we've been told all of these things, but what happens when the bullet leaves the barrel is?" And he he does this downward hand gesture, and he and he leaves it hanging, and everybody in the room goes, "Gravity." You know, but it's like that that hand gesture. He was like, you know, mm-hmm. what what immediately takes effect? I think it was what he said, and he does his, his hand gesture, and everybody goes gravity, and I was like, awesome. You know, like I mean, I knew that's where he was going with it, but you know, right. I think he's I think he's for crescendo. He's like, yeah. 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 he leads him to it. Yep, yeah. So it's his hand gesture. <laughs> it's the way you know he's very open. He's very animated, and, and it draws people in. Yeah, no, he's got a good. He's got a good. Um, he's delivery? got a good delivery. Yes, totally. Yeah, very good really delivery. good delivery. Um, you know, he does it every day. Yeah. Yeah, but even then, though, like, I mean, like, I, I, I kind of critique myself, especially, like, having you guys in the back. It was actually, to be honest with you, I was actually nervous going into this course. Oh, absolutely. Like, looking back at you, it's like, man, is that, is that Frank? Is that Ryan? Is that Tim? And so, like, it just, to me, it's like, I don't want to say the wrong thing, or I don't want to come off, not be able to deliver the content. And, also working, like, with, like, military snipers, and then coming here and, like, you know, also, like, working, like, say, in a, like, like more like a civilian capacity, it's harder. You know? And I think I think the same it, it thing really around is. you guys because I'm a tangent guy yeah. and it's like, you know, you guys are really organized yeah. and I'm a fucking wing it and tangent dude. Yeah. And it's like, but, oh but shit. Even the, <laughs> the same thing. The Wrap it up. Wrap the story up, Frank. <laughs> Wrap it up. But I think the biggest thing too, like, it goes back to like what Chris and I did at this course, you know, at, at, at Sniper School was after every course, after it was completed, we sat down, we critiqued it, we did an AR mm-hmm. and we asked ourselves, how can we improve upon this? Because nice. even though Sniper School has been around since 87, and hey, a lot of guys have that mentality like, hey, this is how it's just always been. Like, that's the wrong answer. Right. You know, if I can't go in there and just tweak one thing, only one thing, and make just just one thing better, then I'm not doing my job. And so the same thing from here. Like, so the notes that, and that's why I encourage our students to be like, hey, no, you need to work on this, this, and this. Give me that. Give me that positive feedback. That was you the know, first like, phone critical. call you made to me. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm coming into this job. I'm gonna do this. This is what I'm looking at. How can we do this better? Yeah. That was, that was his, that was, that was. And, and, and even at the course, right, I reached out to Ryan. Tim here, he was, I mean, so when, like, uh, riding the Sniper TC, like, Tim was, like, my right-hand man. Like, he was the SME. Mm-hmm. He was the guy that I was going to, like, hey, Tim, like, does this make a lot of sense? And you're like, yeah, yeah, this looks good. Or Because if I couldn't get his approval, then I knew it wasn't going to be a great product. Because right, Tim, right. he's a freaking legend in the Army Sniper community. Like, that's just you know, it's just a fact. Never heard of him. Exactly. <laughs> Google him. Hey, yeah. Tim right here. Oh, like, God you're, you're talking, you're talking about He's the man blushing. with legend. <laughs> man bear pig. Man bear pig. <laughs> We're going to see but pictures people. in the shorts. You know, we, you know, we always hear about the Marine Corps snipers and all the great legendary things they did, and they're all phenomenal guys. But I think there's a couple examples where the Army actually has more kills. Never. Just you're bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Because you're, you're 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 volume by fire. 
Is that what it is? <laughs> We're microscopic. Oh, oh, that's right. Well, we did take the semi auto before you guys did. They did. No, there but that's what Marine Corps does, though. Like, and, and that's what we're trying to get at. For like the Marine Corps, the sniper community, they have a great community. They have the famous. Right. They help each other out, though. The Army, we're kind of we're trying to get there, but well, especially in this level, it's like, patches. And honestly, what, the, how I see it, it's your guys' patches. Um, because patches create clicks and segregation, and the Marine Corps always tries to push that away. We're not special. Yeah, I'm special. No, you're not. All we right. do become dog eat dog. Yeah, yeah, you do. It's really bad. And, and I, like I mentioned to you guys when I went with Third Ranger to um, Irwin. And I went in the chow hall with them, and the tankers are all there. And, you know, the recce guys are in civilian clothes. The rangers don't have any fucking markings on. And then there's Jacob or and I. What? Or clothes. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, Jacob and I, Jacob had his long hair at the time, and he's wearing cry head to toe. I'm wearing Arteryx and shit. And um, everyone's looking at you with side eye. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? We're just in here having chow with everybody else. And it was a lot of side eye. But in the Marine Corps, you don't have the patches and nobody's segregated. And so side eye is really not happening because we don't give a fuck who you are. Yeah. You know? You're all family. Right. We don't. It's just, he's just there. That goes back to what we're doing right now and stuff. Between PRS, NRL, shooting positions. I mean, just like, we got to like just bury the hatchet, though. Yeah. But no, we're like, working on it. I mean, this time we need something like you just talked about. Like, you know, when the opponents for weapon systems yeah. are, are becoming short for ammo and whatnot, though. Like, if we don't just we kind of put get, this petty shit to the side. I'm going to say right now. We cannot well, get territorial yeah. on this. I mean, no. going forward, I got it. If you if you own a series, it's a business. You're business owners. But we're working on it. We're working. The lines of communication are open. Well, I think that I think that the freelance guys are probably it's probably a good thing, you know. It's going to the, the amount of guys that are like, hey, I'm I'm freelance. I'll, I'll shoot this one, and then I'll go over here and I'll shoot this one, you know, because they both have they all have their merit. We encourage know? it too, though. Like, you know, don't like don't like same thing. Like, don't stick to like one instructor and don't stick to just one competition series. Like, shoot all of them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, all of them. Expand your knowledge. <laughs> but you have to be like, unless you are getting paid and have a trust fund. And have all the time in the world, no kid, no wife, and that's your job. And I still can't do it. I can't shoot PRS, NRL, PRS, Rimfire, NRL 22X, NRL 22. Why run? I get it if you want to run for a trophy, if you want to run for a finale. But if you want to enjoy, why can't you bounce things? You can. By all means, you can. Why run for a fucking trophy? You know what I mean? If 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 you know you're a, a, you know, that's personal. Forty-five to twenty-five shooter all the time. Why waste the money running for a fucking finale shot? Why, why not go and uh, open that's up your fucking... Right. That's, that's, outside of ego. Yeah. For experience. That's, that's, yeah. that's capitalism. Let people vote with their dollars. Let them do but I'm saying people tend to want to get locked into, I need to do the series. I need to run to the finale for this series. When it's like, we have such a huge variety today that we didn't have when I was coming up. It, it, we went to everything. We went to ASC. We went to TAC Pro. We went to Rifles Only. I went to Badlands, and I don't like Bobby. You know what I mean? And it, right? Yes. Yeah. And so there's all that stuff. And, and, you know, we did all that. Even though we didn't get along with certain people, we still showed up and shot the match. We just didn't shoot the shit with them. You know? That's your, it's, it's choice. Right. If someone wants to choose I to met Terry Cross at Badlands. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm with you, dude. It, it, it pains me to say it. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you. Oh, they're hugging. Oh. <laughs> I well, needed it because Bobby said nasty things about me. <laughs> he made me feel bad. He, he said I wasn't a sniper. I, I'm pretty sure if we put these oh, yeah. two together, we're we're we're, we're gonna have a love talk. An hour and a half. <laughs> Let's put a bow on it. Yeah, we're done. We can do we're it done. again. Sometime. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure you go comment. 
Go over to the hide and say hi or not. I don't care. Um, follow CR2. Follow CO2. Follow Ryan Hay. Ryan, thank you. Thank Kestrel. Thank Magneto. Yes. Thank NK General. Yep. I, I do appreciate their stuff and everything, and, and I, I really am a fan, all, all, and always have been, even when even when I, you know, slide. But, um, <laughs> electric. <laughs> no, seriously, though, thank you for coming out. The yeah. Thing, guys, yeah man. You know, Katie came up and, and supported us right off the bat, and it was like, and she had no reason to, but she did. And then, you know, with you being here, and then bringing, bringing in what you brought in, and, and Frank has been a, been a supporter from the get-go, and then all you guys, you know, we really... We really support it. We're humbled by it, and, uh, we, and we're hoping to continue to provide that back to the community, back to you guys, and be able to return it, you know, tenfold. That, I mean, at the end of the day, man, I'm getting fucking old and tired. I I want to appreciate the people I'm fans of. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to sit back and I want to see good stuff grow, and I want to be able to go. Those dudes are doing it right. Those dudes are doing the right shit. And and you know when I'm sitting in a rocking chair on the fucking front porch. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And, oh, okay. I'm just I'm picturing him right now from Shooter putting his glasses on and being like, "Oh, grab that buck off the." <laughs> <laughs> Give me your hand, and I'll show you where the shovel is. <laughs> I'm not okay, no that Carolin. Still got the shovel, Carolinga. <laughs> I'll tell you what. The, I bring receipts. <laughs> All right, guys, we're yep. out of here. We appreciate it. Thank you. Enjoy. Stay safe out there. Cheers. Oh, in task and purpose, guys. Yes, I am short. Sure. <laughs> Obvious. Well, I mean, hello. Bye.